Ooh, things are gonna get brighter now. Ooh, child, things will get better. You can't do that. Do what? You can't sing that song. What's the problem with that song? Um, one, I don't think any of the words were right. And two, we don't have the rights. Um, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about that earlier. We've played a ton of music on this show. Yeah, but it's anime. That doesn't count. Right. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I listen to anime podcast. I literally sent an email today to the One Piece podcast, which I listened to. Yeah. And I was like, you guys, they have segments that are very organized podcasts. And they play songs from the One Piece anime to introduce every one of their segments. And I'm like, do you just not care? Do you have the rights to this music? Like, are you aware that copyright law exists? You're the nerd that asked them about it? Well, I was, I literally was like, I just started a podcast. You can listen to it if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to this podcast about this girl who knows nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, how are you getting away with playing this anime music? We're getting away with it. We are, but if someone, like caught us would we be in trouble uh um, is it fair use i've heard that like if you play music and you talk about it like if you like criticize it it's mm-hmm. fair use like people on youtube will you will do stuff like that all the time well i don't know i i think the answer is no um but i don't think like i don't think there'd be a legal issue i think it would be um i mean the legality of it is i think they just take all of the podcasts off of their, our, their streaming services and take our case, revenue yeah the the zero dollar revenue and our 10 listeners <laughs> 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 yeah that'd be gone it, it'd, it'd be gone in the blink of an eye all right well anyway i'll report back if they get back to me because they usually read their emails on the show which even I, stuff that's so like um like bookkeeping like right that? i don't want them to read it on the show i literally just i but i didn't clarify in the email so hopefully they don't i just wanted i wanted an answer They're like them. hey guys we got a big old one piece question f- this week it's from Joswell rosario and he says how do you get away with playing that music i'm curious because i want to also play music wouldn't it be cool if we had like a more regular uh segment where we talked about opening i feel like we we focus we're a lot not on the that openings. organized we could be also last show i did a whole one magic moment um parody i guess parodies it was I think. two shows ago i suppose but parodies i think are legal i used i played the song oh no i didn't what did i do i had i had no you played, music. The, you played like the I karaoke no music. track you're right no i just i just sang it okay while looking at the lyrics that makes sense anyway uh you all care about this right i just i we're figuring it out there there might be a future of this show where we have way more produced mm-hmm. uh, musical backings yeah get excited about that Ooh. I, if, uh, best case scenario we hire someone to score the entire episode every week <laughs> yeah i think uh i'll just introduce the sports segment by dribbling a basketball let's be like Then you'll know that sports sports are starting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be very dramatic. Yeah, people are like, what what's happening? Why is it, why is this happening? And sports, you can't make it sound too realistic. Like you know when there are radio shows that do like police sirens and stuff, 
while you're dri- and you're driving in your car and you hear like a police siren like, oh, sound effect no. and you're like, oh, what the hell's going on? Right. We wouldn't want people to be driving in their car and think that a basketball's following them. <laughs> <laughs> Am I in a gymnasium? They veer wildly. Ah! <laughs> oh my God. I got to pull to the side of the road to let this basketball through. <laughs> I don't want this ref to think I'm traveling <laughs> into a ditch. Boo. That a good joke? Boo. Hopefully. Boo. With- Do you think it's a crowd of fans at an arena? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? Josuel Rosario and Cassandra Khan. What is this? Coach Me Sensei, the podcast where I, Josuel, which name, the name I already said, uh, <laughs> teach Cassandra about anime. And Josuel she, does what? Josuel teaches Cassandra about anime. Oh. And Cassandra teaches Josuel about sports. I try. I'm the sensei. She be the coach. And we're learning. We're learning. And uh, reach, reach out to us on our social medias. Yep. We've got a Gmail account, coachmesensei at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can check us out on Facebook. Yep. Uh, Facebook.com slash coachmesensei pod. Yeah. And we're on Twitter at coachmesensei. Right. And check out my MySpace. Do you want to plug it a little bit, describe it a little bit? Nope. Just try to find me. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's still out there. Yeah. I don't know. I never actually deleted my MySpace when like that came to an end. So like, is it still out there? I'm sure it is. I think bands still use MySpace for like music and stuff. I feel like at one point they just like cleared it out though. Cause uh, I don't, I don't think that's true. Do you think that that's what happens on the internet when you stop using it? That Ma- someone goes through and, does, and cleans it out? No, for I you? think that that's what that site did though. I think they, they like reorged and they just cleared it. I don't know if you can find uh like a girl in high school, there's like a shirtless Reggie Bush picture and um yeah she knew from a young age that she was into sports yeah well duh i've been playing sports my whole life but uh um yeah shirtless reggie bush probably had like a i don't even know what my background would be bottles of hypnotic because you were cool (laughs) i don't know it probably was not that (laughs) who was in my top eight i don't even know man that liquor was definitely marketed towards kids huh yeah, if there's ever a liquor marketed towards kids, bright it's blue liquor. Yeah, it's like Kool Aid. Right, they're like, get it. That must have been how they tested if people had fake IDs or something at the liquor store. Like if you, if sh- you were buying hypnotic, if you showed up you and you were <laughs> with hypnotic and you were like, I'm 21, they'd be like, No, you're fucking not. <laughs> if you're 21, why are you buying hypnotic? Exactly, buy an IPA like a real adult. Oh no, not in those days. No one was buying IPAs in those days. It didn't exist. I forgot you're young and. A youngin. So you've been watching some stuff. I've been watching some stuff. Yeah. You, of your own accord this week, picked a new show to watch. It's always my own accord. You're right. I don't tell you to do anything. <laughs> she cannot be tamed. I cannot be tamed. Except that one time you peeled my eyelids back like a sci-fi movie and, yeah, and I, made I, me I, watch. I forced her to watch. Fully Cooly. Yeah. <laughs> she really did not like that show. But this week... Yeah. You jumped on the Jujutsu Kaisen hype train. I did, and I thought it was because it was about Jujutsu. It's not. <laughs> jujutsu, very close, but just just missed the mark. I was like, where is everyone's robes? It's it's upsetting. They wear school uniforms, which I thought would be a plus for you. They don't wear school uniforms. They do. Well, I guess you're not far enough to see that, but they do wear school uniforms. Yeah. 
um jujutsu kaisen really popular anime right now so uh, popular season one just ended i saw jujutsu kaisen wearing army pants and flip-flops so i wore army pants and flip-flops yeah jujutsu kaisen is everyone is he, jujutsu kaisen is the, is the trendsetter <laughs> soon you'll see anime all over the place that has dark tones and a lot of blood and gore yeah um yeah, it's really popular right now. Season one just ended, and you watched the first two episodes of it. I did. Do you want to walk us through the what you saw? The maybe the starting with the plot. Of- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I opened up HBO Max because nice. I'm rolling in the max, rolling all in the max. Um, and I saw that there was this thing called Jujutsu Kaisen, which I thought was Jujutsu. No, I didn't. I didn't at all. Um, you were into this. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes because I heard it was really popular back at the beginning of the season. Uh, and I liked it. And then I got caught up and started reading the manga. Yes. And I want to say that one of the things that really caught your eye is that in the opening credits, there's a random panda running across ro- rooftops. Yeah, the opening credits, uh, you know, a lot of times in anime, they introduce a lot of the characters and allude to what's going to happen in the season. Uh, and then there's just a shot, like it's like literally three seconds long, but it's just like a panda running through the rooftops of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And then the first two episodes that I watched when I went back when I started it did not address the panda at all. Yeah, and, and two I, episodes in, we have not seen. it. And panda. I was like, I'm gonna keep watching this show until I find out what the fuck is up with this panda. Right. Uh, and then the, because it is your spirit animal, I do like pandas a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that hooked me. Did you find that intriguing as well when you saw it? You know. It was fine, but like I think maybe you had already spotlighted that for me, so it didn't stick out as much. What really got me is two things in this opening credit scene. Um, that like his legs are they're like there's water up to his legs and like fish in that subway. Sure. Like I don't know what what that's about. And also he seems to like wake up and fall asleep, so there's something about like levels of sleeper awareness yeah into this that uh, have not happened in the first two episodes or at least not that i've seen yeah the i mean a lot of anime openings take artistic liberties or try to show like artistic representations of themes that happen in the show mm-hmm. so yeah i didn't know how much of that is like these are things that are happening a lot of it's not are... literal i like i don't think you'll see ever see i haven't seen him sitting in a train car full of water i think it might just be symbolism for like him being like immersed in a new setting like he's a fish out of water yeah something something in water with fish like the opposite but before we go analyzing the opening why why don't we talk some of the plot okay so that people who have not seen the show maybe kind of have a an idea of what we're talking about okay so plot of the show is this kid is super athletic but doesn't want to play sports so this this person is josuel rosario (laughs) and um the it actually opens with him being in this club um the this main character yuji itadori yes that's his name i would have never guessed no that's it. i I'm, I'm not testing your knowledge on that i'm just adding context right um so we go he's in the occult club and then they're like we're gonna quit we're gonna cancel your club because technically you're not in it you signed up to do track and field and he was like i didn't do that the track and field coach was like i did you have to do this and then they challenges him to a competition and he the coach loses which means that the kid didn't have to join track and field 
really just a side story, but I think it's to show that he has very great um, skills in athleticism. He's, he's freakishly to be strong. Super f- strong and super fast. They specify in that little competition with the coach where he's like, if I beat you in this physical bout of strength, uh, I don't have to I don't have to listen to you. That when he they do shot put. And when he does his he does shot put, world record. he beats like a world record. And yeah. they, they very nonchalant. Like when I first watched that, I like didn't really focus on that. Yeah. But that show was really good about. No, like, I noticed it. That show's really good about like sliding in, like not focusing on really important details. Like I'm used to anime beating you over the head with like, this is the strongest person in the whole world and it will be, he will be important and save the universe. Yeah. I mean, he's strong. He's supposedly very fast too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, what happens next is his grandfather is dying who raised him and his grandfather's like you're a strong kid make sure you do good things and he's like okay um and then he crosses paths with this guy who i guess they're like the demon hunters whatever i don't know what they call themselves and we can talk about that later but um the demon hunter guys like senses a demon energy within this kid and it's because he's been carrying around this box which I don't think in the cartoon, in the cartoon, huh? Wow. I don't think in the <laughs> series that they'd shown them find that box, right? They did not. Okay. Um, so he had a box and inside of it was something wrapped in this paper and it, it's it's supposed to be a uh, cursed object. Is that yeah. what you call them? It's the finger, of, like a petrified finger of like some old school, very strong demon. Right. And so his other two friends in the occult club were going to open it up and you know investigate i guess but he was away from them and then he runs in this guy and he's like no they can't do that and because if they do they're gonna it, die because it, it'll attract super strong monsters right if they unwrap the paper it's like a seal that was hiding the energy mm-hmm. and once the energy's out there all these uh cursed demon or curses i think they're just called straight up curses are going to show up and be attracted to the energy and murder them right so they're running to save the friends and all these demons are out and blah 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 and um the kid the new kid kind of helps the demon hunter quell these initial spirits and then there's one really big one that comes out and um main kid thinks that the demon hunter is gonna die and He's like, well, um, he had been told earlier that if he had a little cursed energy, it would give him, like, more power. Right. Um, and nonchalantly, earlier than that, he was. they had been talking about, if you eat that finger, you get that cursed energy. So the guy was like, oh, well, I'm going to save this guy and I'll get the cursed energy by eating this finger. And then I can, then I can save him. So he eats the finger, saves him. Little does he know, now the demon is inside of him. Yeah. So, the, the finger, like we said, belonged to some old, very, very strong demon mm-hmm. named Sukuna. And now... Sukuna Matata. Sukuna Matata. Yeah. It means no worries. It means uh, all worries. It means all worries. <laughs> for, for the rest of your day. For the rest of your <laughs> undead life. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so the, I guess uh, that's kind of the end of the first episode, and then the second one is is this um school that teaches all the demon hunters to hunt demons i'm sure there's other terminology for them um but they basically decide instead of killing this kid because they have to kill him because there's a demon inside of him which he kind of like in a two-faced way like has like the demon kind of comes out and can speak through his body and then he can kind of quell him back yeah um yeah the demon took total control of his body he had like multiple eyes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
it's a little freaky but yeah the demon he's like sort of at odds with uh with the demon inside of him right but he seems strong enough to be able to keep him back most of the time and also they said that like there's only like one in a million people who can eat like that demon energy like that and not die right it was yeah they literally said like it was a one in a million chance yeah so that combined with the fact that he has like freakish like physical ability right um so they decided in the second episode that they would just have him eat all because this guy has a bunch of finger he has i think they said he has four arms so he has 20 fingers yeah i think not counting thumbs they might be at 18 or something or did they They say 20 20. oh you know what that makes sense if not counting thumbs four no you know what i'm wrong yeah yeah, yeah. four arms five fingers a piece yeah it's 20 fingers got it that's right um so they're gonna have him meet all the fingers one by one and then they're just gonna kill him afterwards and the guy was like okay he agreed to that yeah he really had no choice right they were either gonna kill him then kill him then because he he was a curse he has become a curse now since he ate that finger to save his friend or let him consume all of the fingers Mm -hmm. and then kill him then to kill two birds with one stone get rid of the dangerous curse objects and also kill the guy who's a curse now and it makes sense and he was saying like uh, they to get in the school he had to kind of plead his case with the headmaster or whatever they called him yeah and he was basically like, oh, I couldn't live with myself if I was like out and realized that this demon was like hurting people and I could have done something to stop it, basically. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. That's I, the premise of the show, right? That, the was that where episode two ends? Um, it's fine if we're, yeah. we're missing some stuff. It's, yeah, roundabout. He basically leaves to go to that school and like him and there's this guy that like basically is blindfolded, I think. Yeah. It, does he not have... He has eyes. eyes. He has eyes. I think it's just a style thing. So can he see? Yes. He can, he see. can see too well. It's one of his oh, powers. Oh, so he has, to, he has to numb his I, senses? I don't think the blindfold has a purpose to it. Not that I can tell. They might. The show, again, is good about dropping, like treating normal big details as like normal facts. Yeah. So if you really pay attention, there's a lot for you to dig into. Yeah, I there's a guy that has like cool white hair and he just wears a blindfold. Yeah. And that's just how he looks. I think he just does it for fashion because I've seen him without the blindfold and it's not a big deal. Yeah, I love it when, when blindfolds are in. <laughs> in uh, anime, they're often like <laughs> the number one accessory. Ah, uh, yes. And coming down the runway now, is he blind? <laughs> or is it fashion it's both <laughs> <laughs> so there's that guy and then there's another guy um yeah. but they're gonna go find fingers let's talk about uh first of all the premise of the show how do you feel about like the premise the tone well i have questions okay sure um my first question is so he's one in a million that can handle this he had had like um he had had those skills beforehand. He was already like, seemed to be like a one in a million athlete or something like right. that. Right. Is there a connection? Like, and his grandfather also seemed to know that he was a special person. Does that mean that he's, there's some type of ancestral thing? Probably. I don't have the answers for you. Even where the, even where the series is now, they haven't really, they just introduced like that lineage might be, uh, play a factor in why he is the way that he is. Okay. Um, but I don't have those answers yet. And again, the show's the show. How of, how ahead of the of the show is the manga? Um, a decent amount. Like hundreds of chapters. Kind no, of thing? like like a hundred chapters maybe. Okay, and neither of them are finished because I know there's only one season of the the show. Yeah, no, the show the series is still ongoing. It'll probably it's 
pretty new, so it'll probably be going for a while. I think it's pretty successful. So okay. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't have an answer for you, but it does. It, I mean, it, it it brings up a lot of questions that I think if you were to continue watching the show, you'd like keep an eye out for to try to pick up new clues of like why. Right. 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 I just wanted to know if like the if there were people that knew the ending of this, or no. this is like no one knows. No, it's it's pretty new. It's pretty pretty hype. Okay. Um, my next question was, why? can't more endings be like the show credit endings so let's get into the the music of the show yeah how do you feel about uh you you sound positive on the music because you you said why can't more endings be like the ending of the show you like the ending of this it's not even i mean the the music is fine i think the animation is a lot of fun lining up with it it's basically like an artistic all of the characters like funky dancing to the music yeah like a day in the life but they're also dancing while they're doing it yeah it's like just funky dancing yeah. and I, it's i like it it's yeah it's, i it's, like the way they dance it's a lot of fun i think uh tonally because the show's pretty dark right like when you watch the show there's yeah, a lot of, it's like completely different from the show but but the show's also funny like that was the other thing sorry we're gonna go back um randomly the guy uh when he was introducing himself to he- to the headmaster, he goes like, "I'm so and so. This is my name. Uh, I like Jennifer Lawrence. I like Jennifer Lawrence type of girls, or like so- something of that nature." Yeah, I think the show is just quirky. I uh, I'm pretty sure the author of the series is like in his like mid to late twenties. Uh, so he's got you know he's a he's a young guy. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, uh, and I think he makes pop culture references that someone in that age group would know. Yeah, and I think he just enjoys putting that kind of stuff in there. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think it kind of speaks to the kind of character that the main guy is, that Yuji is, where he, he meets a, a, per, a person in authority and he's like so kind of aloof that, that that's a piece of information that he thinks is relevant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then later on, he hung up a poster of a girl who kind of looked like Jennifer Lawrence. He likes tall girls with big butts. That's a real... That's what that means? He says it later on. This is a bit of a spoiler, but there's a character who shows up who for some reason, this is another thing that I don't really have clarity on, but when he meets people, he's always just like, what kind of girls you into what and he he thinks that like your your preference of like partner dictates whether you're like an interesting person or not really yeah so when he meets yuji for the first time before they fight uh he met the the guy from the first episode that you were talking about the yeah. guy who the yuji, black-haired who, guy yeah who yuji ate the finger to save mm-hmm. and he was just like i i like girls based on their personality he was like you're boring i hate you uh, wait but did that happen in episode one or two? No, you remember. haven't seen that. Okay, happen. I, was this is say, just, I don't remember that. No, happening. you've never, you haven't met this character yet. I'm just giving you context for the the Jennifer Lawrence stuff. Yeah. But uh, when he meets Yuji for the first time in there, and they're talking, he goes like, "What kind of girls do you like?" And Yuji's like, "I like tall girls with big butts." So he's like, "You're my best friend." <laughs> um, what a strange thing. To... Yeah, it's funny. It's it's funny and what i like about jujutsu kaisen um not that you have seen any of this stuff but like it doesn't do that weird anime thing where like the girls are super sexualized or whatever yeah like they they feel on equal footing the girls get a lot of cool action stuff uh they're they feel like competent characters some of like the strongest characters in the series are like these these women mm-hmm. they're not wearing like slutty outfits or whatever um so i think that's a positive too you haven't seen any of that stuff because it's only been yeah it hasn't been overly horny i would say besides him saying I right like- but it, it's a gag it feels like a gag just for the comedy and not for like a slight ass it's not like they're showing jennifer lawrence right in a pose or whatever it's just like his character's yeah. goofy in that way and I, that's that's fine for me i think the animation is fresh and fun it's new i like it um i think 
there's something about like the the dialogue or the banter that that is fun and i think like you've said like you can kind of get the the sense of humor across like the guy seems cool like i I think he looks cool too like his pink hair is pretty yeah you know i i think the character designs are all very cool yeah like the white-haired guy he looks he looks all he looks silly with his blindfold blindfold. you i would you you would think that i would pick on someone who's walking around with a blindfold but like he's a dude in like a like a leather like he wears a school uniform that like black suit that they're all wearing is their school uniform yeah but he's got like spiked up white hair yeah everyone looks pretty cool and he's very confident he's like very goofy and confident yeah or charismatic is probably the term i should use and uh I think that's awesome. I like all the character designs. All the characters feel very cool, very yeah. trendy. I think they're trendy. I think they all have um, just the dialogue is written pretty well. I think yeah, and realistic. And I don't know if it's the English translation or whatever that's that's doing that work, but I think it comes across as like just like a chill, laid back school. How do you feel about the uh, antagonist of the series? Sakuna Matata. Sakuna Matata. Um, what a wonderful phrase. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so I think he's cool. I think it's, f- I you know, it's always fun when there's an internal struggle. And this is internal and external at the same time. Yeah. I think it's cool that he's going to have to deal with this demon within him. The guy seems pretty evil. And I think it's funny, like... Uh, <laughs> The demon guy came out to like talk shit to the to the blindfolded guy because uh, I guess the blindfolded guy is pretty strong too. And uh, I, I, they might have said this in the episode. He's like the strongest person maybe in the whole world. They, it, well, I guess he acts like it too. I think he says in that episode like I could like I could take him if 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 that demon guy inside of you came out like it'd be no problem for yeah, me. Yeah, he. I think he tells the other guy to like hold his mochi or some whatever he some type of treat that he stopped to get yeah and he was like give me a second and he was about to fight the demon because he thought that the demon was just going to come out and take over that body but he didn't realize that the guy could repress him but um like so it's kind of cool that the demon like they have this kind of like banter between each other where the demon comes out and he's like when i get control of this body you're the first person i'm gonna kill blah 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 and the the kid like represses him back into the body and then he, his like mouth comes out of his hand <laughs> so that he can keep talking to the other yeah, guy yeah so i think that's kind of fun that that he's gonna have to continuously yeah struggle with him i'm interested to see because obviously the guy hasn't really fought like targets yet so i'm interested to see when they when they get something together how that dynamic works is there going to be times when the, it's going to be better for the demon to help him out rather than not help him out yeah. is he always going to be at odds with him who knows a lot of potential for the setup that they put together right because right. the it, this kid's really strong and the demon's really strong so if they come together for like a fight or something like that because he's really evil and i can't imagine that he would ever come fully around but yeah but if it's like, oh, this is in my interest to, to beat so-and-so, like, that could be cool. That could be cool. Jujutsu so, Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen. So, fun tone. High on the list. High on the list. Do you think you keep watching it? Last yeah. last, last thing, do you think you keep watching oh, it? Oh, yeah, especially when there's, a like, an ending or, like, a catch-up point in sight. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. I would say uh, it's not as much. I mean, it is a school story, but it's, like, and I haven't met as many of the other cast characters but it's not like um it's not like my hero where like there's a large class and, yeah like, no the, there's literally like, like six students i yeah. think in that school yeah so. there's not a lot so it's 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 a school story but it's not like 
my traditional love of a school story. Cool. But I think it has has some legs. I'm glad you like it. I think a lot of the world right now is really into it. I have been thoroughly enjoying the anime and the manga. So if you keep watching, we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll keep checking in on it. Is this a crunchy roll? Uh, is it a crunchy roll? Yeah. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't crunchy roll like a brand? Crunchyroll is like a streaming service. Yeah. Is this a Crunchyroll? Yeah, is this a Crunchyroll? Um, I'm Crunchyroll might HBO have HBO Max has a partnership with Crunchyroll. Right. I think Crunchyroll has exclusive like streaming services, streaming rights to it in America, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's not like they made it's it. It's not a Crunchyroll. It's not a Crunchyroll. Mm. It's a Crunchyroll in America, it's but not it's not a Funimation. But it's just like a regular a regular roll everywhere else. Because you can't find it on Funimation. No, you can't. It's on, it's only on Crunchyroll. I think they have exclusive streaming rights. Okay. In America. So it's not a crunchy roll. In America it is. So it is a crunchy roll. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anime complete. Anime complete. Um, yeah, well, that's great. Um I had fun with that. I encourage people to watch it if you have the access to it. Um and if not, pirate it. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of different things going on in the sports world these days. Um, Jets made a trade today. No one cares. I guess Jets fans care. I'm sorry. Maybe Panthers <laughs> You fans. guess the Jets fans care. Uh, I don't even know if Jet, Jets fans really care. Jets fans, hit us up on Twitter. Do you care that this happened? That Sam Darnold is no longer your quarterback. I mean, I, th- I think you already knew that you were going to draft Zach Wilson. So, if this matters to you, I th- how do you think you got a good return for for Sam Darnold? Hey, Joseph, being the GM that you know so much about, guess what draft picks? How many draft picks the Jets got back for Sam Darnold? Well, Sam Darnold obviously has had a great record. Yeah. Um. Anyone would be lucky to have him. Right. A, a great record for the Jets. Yeah. So if anyone was going to trade him, I would say you wouldn't take him without getting four draft picks at the Ooh, minimum. Close. It was three. It's three. They got a second rounder and a fourth rounder for next year and a sixth rounder for the, this year. Um, which I think is just like, okay. Honestly, I thought they could get more. Not and not necessarily. This is not a topic we're going to talk about. I'm just saying this. I'll just sit here and look. Yeah, pretty. yeah. No, I'm just going to say this for the Jets fans. Not that I think you could get more picks. I thought you could have gotten like, like, two second rounders instead of like three picks. And that's that's all I'll say about that. Um, but then we're gonna we're gonna travel down the the winding road to the NCAA tournament. Our favorite thing. Um, we got a winner. Josel, who's the winner? And tell us about it. The winner of the women's uh, NCAA tournament were the Arizona Cardinals. That's incorrect and not even their mascot. (laughs) Stanford one? Stanford one. Oh. Stanford are the Cardinals. Stanford Cardinals. Oh, that was confusing to me. Yeah. Oh. Arizona Cardinals are the NFL team. Oh, that's probably why I I conflated those two. Yeah. The Stanford Cardinals won for the first time in 28 or 29 years. And they beat... The Arizona something. Ooh, yeah. What I that? thought they were the Cardinals, so I don't know what they are. The article, honestly, I don't think really spent a lot of time on them. No, but I, colleges don't really like 
you know. But Stanford beat Arizona. It was the first time in a long time. Uh, I read an article kind of going through the career of the coach who uh, was running the Stanford team. Tara. I don't know her name. I definitely. Van, okay. <laughs> what is it? I think it's Tand- Tara Vanderveer. Tara Vanderveer. Uh, I liked. I'm Our first of all, baby. congratulations to them. I'm very happy for them. It was a close game. I want to talk. I want to talk about how every basketball game that I've seen in the NCAA tournament is so close. Like they're always like. It's oh, madness. It's always a, a buzzer beater. Yeah. Why is it that college games are so close, but NBA games often are not? What do you mean NBA games are often or not? At the buzzer, like at the, at the fourth quarter, are they usually like a point off where they're racing back and forth like that? I feel like I... Once you get to the playoffs a lot of times, sometimes there's blowouts, but I mean, it's... I don't know. So it's a playoffs thing? Is what, It's not like a difference between college and professional? It's like I a, would say it's an importance of games thing. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense to me. But yeah, there, no. are, there are times where one team is playing better than the other team. But like I'd say in terms of why these are so neck and neck is first off, a lot of times they're evenly matched and it's everyone's playing for every point. Okay. So go ahead. Continue. Yeah. So uh, Stanford won. The article went into a lot of detail about like the career of the coach, which I thought was nice and how they've sort of been building a. Uh, a team over the years uh, Stanford got close a few times uh, but this is the first time they've won in the last 29 years I like that they focused on how the player like the team that that's there now wouldn't have existed without the, t- the players that have come before them mm-hmm. to sort of build up the program to what it is now to take the championship yeah uh, which just seemed like a nice nod to the the legacy I don't want to call it a legacy but like the the history of the team up to this point yeah uh, the coach is the most winningest coach in women's basketball. They said that she won like this is like her uh, like a thousandth and something winning game as a coach. Yeah, she that was some she just beat a in record. the middle of the season. Yeah, she, she she got that mantle. Yeah, so that's which that's, is impressive because Gina Ariama never loses. I mean, except when he does. <laughs> that that was really cool. She seemed they they just seemed to really deserve it. As someone who doesn't have a lot of context for these teams or wasn't following them very closely, the article mm-hmm. that I read really painted them as like a team that has worked very hard for a very long time to put themselves in a position to finally sort of put their team back on the map as yeah. a champion. Yeah, Stanford's always been, you know, up in that top tier. They get a lot of um they got a lot of their alumni going to you know, the WNBA and things like that. I kind of want to just focus on like what you've learned and seen from the women's game in general, because there's a lot of people that you know don't give it its its shine. But I think this year, especially, there've been a lot of people trying to be like, no, this is something people should watch. This is great TV. This is um, th- these women deserve funding. Right. Um, like especially even not even just this game but remember the other day you walked into my house and i was watching the end of the which game was that that was the south carolina who was south carolina playing wow it's the one the team that won oh stanford and it's south carolina stanford and do you remember the ending of that game do you remember anything that happened there the ending of the game was that was it was wild because yeah because um Stanford was up and they actually had the ball and South Carolina was going to foul. And I was like, why are they fouling? Why are they fouling? It's because they kept evading the foul. But then uh, Stanford lost the ball. Right. That's right. And so they they drove to the to their basket. Yeah. And uh, they missed. 
They missed twice. Yeah. Yeah, they got sad. the rebound. One person and went up, they she, did, she did like a layup or something, and it bounced off the rim, and another girl picked it up and tried to pop it back in, and mm-hmm. she missed two. And then the buzzer went, and they like immediately started crying. Oh and I felt my God. So bad it for was them. heartbreaking. Yeah, they were really upset. It was, that's the one thing, I guess, that it, you do see the men cry sometimes, but that was just like the instantaneous moment of like this girl just breaking into a million pieces after that miss was yeah. so heartbreaking but that's the athletic spirit right like you you you're so hard on yourself because you're such you're a high so performing emotional athlete. Too. athlete you're such a high performing athlete like uh i'm sure and she the girl who like couldn't pop it in from the rebound was mm-hmm. upset with herself when it's like you didn't even miss like you weren't even the one who missed the initial shot like yeah. that girl should be more upset than you well i mean it's because she had an open look and it kind of just rolled off right. the rim but um but then I also imagine that if they made it, like the exact same response would have happened to the other team where they would have. Oh, yeah, yeah they yeah, would so have it's, crumbled. It's just like that's the nature of sports. Yeah. But it was a great game. Great games throughout. Um, and then Arizona went and just like whooped on UConn, which people were not expecting. I wasn't expecting because my bracket was really, they really went down the hole after that because I did pick UConn to win. Um but yeah, just in general, I think the women's tournament really brought it this year. I'm happy um, that, that, like you said, this Arizona um, Stanford game was a one point game. Um, the the Arizona girl McDonald, um, she played really well, put up a three at the buzzer, didn't go. Yeah, they let Ronald McDonald play in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> she did really well. <laughs> Ronald McDonald. <laughs> She did so well. She was serving them fries and burgers. They always wondered why Ronald McDonald wore such big shoes. It's because he had big. She had big feet because she was a basketball player. Right. They call her Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie McDonnie. Ronnie McDonnie is her, is her nickname. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they don't even finish the Donald. They're like Ronnie McDonnie. <laughs> Damn, she dunked on their Happy Meal asses. Is what they say all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. She's like, here, you want a Happy Meal? And then she serves them. Yeah, she gives them the soft serve. She gives them the soft... Does that mean she shits on them? (laughs) (laughs) She ducks on them and then she gives them the soft serve. (laughs) Well, well, that's rude of her. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, that's that's what she does. Um, She missed it, unfortunately, so she didn't give them the soft serve at the end of this, this game. No, she got the McFlurry. Yeah. It was too hard. It was hard. Uh, currently, if you're wondering why we're not talking about the men's game, uh, it's it's in progress. It's at ha- actually it's at halftime, and Baylor is up forty-seven to thirty-seven, which is surprising. I had Gonzaga 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 winning my bracket for the men, so we'll see if that comes true tonight. It doesn't look likely right now. I think you you and in, in our little bracket um, group, I think you and like three other people, because the. Gonzaga is trying to do something that hasn't been done. I don't know the actual number, but in a long time, it's very rare for a team to go undefeated throughout the season and obviously through the tournament. So they are 31-0, which is impressive. And uh, you watched that game the other day where they were playing UCLA and the kid hit the three-pointer at the buzzer. I watched the highlight thing that you showed me. Right. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, there are a lot of highlights in these uh, college basketball games, which uh, 
is awesome. I feel like I've also noticed that in football games, quick tangent, where when I've watched college football games, like they make plays that you, you would never... You go off. You, you go off. I'm going off. Yeah. Don't hold me back. Mm-hmm. Um, they make plays that you would never expect, like a Hail Mary will like... more. Like, How many Hail Marys have you seen? I, you know what? Let me just pull out my notebook of all the Hail Marys that I've ever seen. Give me one sec. Yeah, Let me yeah, just... Yeah. Hold on, bro. <laughs> oh, it's in a safe? I'm just opening up the safe. I can't believe you stole that in a, sta- in a safe. Gonna put in the code. Oh boop, no! Boop, 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 it's, boop, it's one of those spin safes boop, boop, and a digital code. Boop, 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 boop. And it's eh. oh no! I, I put the wrong number. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <sighs> Why does it sound like a freezer? Like it's. You gotta keep it cold. It preserves. It, cold. it preserves the paper longer. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm opening it up. Yep. I've seen four Hail Marys. Four Hail Marys. All right, I'm putting it back. <laughs> Close it up. You actually have to put a code in it to, boop, boop, to boop, lock boop, it. Boop, 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 boop. It's a real pain in the K-king. butt. Wow. That was great. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, no problem. So not a lot of Hail Marys, <laughs> but the ones that I have seen, they've completed them. Like they're, they're, I've just seen surprising plays in college football games because I feel like I don't know. Maybe defenses are weaker than they are in, profe- in like professional football. Yeah. Um, and similarly for basketball, I feel like I've heard of. It's probably just because there's so many games back to back to back that there's more opportunity for highlights to happen. Yeah. But I've heard about like a lot of like close games or highlights and stuff like that happening. Right. You, you'll be sitting on your couch and you'll just put your like the hair on your arms will stand up and you'll be in, like highlight moment. Yeah. Someone just dunked on someone's happy meal. <laughs> Somebody just got soft serve. <laughs> <laughs> someone just took a shit on the court. <laughs> Yeah, I have really good senses for when someone Paul shits. Paul Pierce all around. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the highlight you're talking about specifically is, yeah, this guy, uh, buzzer beater, uh, needed a three to win, right? He won, they won by $300 one. $300 if you know his name. I don't know his name. We keep playing this game, but I, I obviously don't know these people's names. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Um so yeah, he, they won by one, right? Because he he the three put them over, or was the three just unnecessary? Like like if he hit a two, would they have won, or would they have tied? That's a good question. I think I, they won by. I think I, I think, think the three won. put them over. Yeah, I think. I think they would have tied with the two. So he hits a three out of the buzzer, and like the it, it was just nuts. I I don't know how else to describe it. Just he like not a lot of build up. He just runs down and like immediately shot, shoots off the three off the bank. Yeah, uh, it was cool. It was cool. They they were really hyped. He did that thing where like. You're celebrating. You pick up your jersey and you show your abs, and you're like, ah, yeah, I'm a man. Do you do you um do you feel for like do you feel some type of connection to that kind of show? Yeah, yeah, because I do that when I want to celebrate things too. Yeah, yeah. When you do a great a great improv set and you <laughs> and you edit a scene, you come through and you lift up your shirt and you go. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> even when I'm home alone, if I cook like if I'm cooking and I'm like I make something really good, like I'm making the sauce and I taste it mm-hmm. and I go. Damn, that's good. I just looked at my jump go, on the Arr! table. <laughs> <laughs> that honey mustard sauce is banging. You slap your chest. Yeah. You're like, it's me. Yeah. And then I give him the soft serve. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're always giving him the soft serve in your kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, NCAA stuff is exciting. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. I doubt we'll get the results of the men's game. This, yeah, by the time we're but done we'll talk about it next week, maybe. Well, and brief mention. It's been cool. Yeah. Uh, women's games deserve more shine. Women's games deserve more shine, people. If you take anything from this, just watch them. Like you, you think you might not like it if that's why you haven't watched it so far. You will. 
it'll be fun. It's honestly the pace of the women's game, especially in the NCAA, has been great. Give it a try. That's my plea. I, as a uh, outsider to the game, I, I've enjoyed watching the women's games that I've seen. Yeah. So. Well, thank you. That's my, my that's my review. Yeah. Um, do you want to squeeze in a, a game? Yeah. I think speaking of sports. Yeah. Uh, and celebrations. You see that in anime too. Sometimes people get excited. People celebrate, and I think I feel like they celebrate by eating. They they every do, time. Uh, that's one of the main ones. Yeah. But I I just think that there's a lot of similarities between sports and anime that people aren't talking about. Okay. So many similarities, in fact, that sometimes it's hard to tell them apart. Uh oh. So I want to play a game called uh, guess the quote. It's the name I just made up right now. Guess the quote. Well, essentially, I have a bunch of quotes here. Mm-hmm. The quotes either from a professional athlete yeah or from an anime character Ooh, into it um some of the quotes will be just straight up some of them i'll blank out a word uh and then i have to fill in the word no you just tell me if the, oh, if, so if the quote sports or anime gotcha. it's, it's just because it'll give it away yeah it'll give it away okay yeah i'm into it you're into it yeah okay quote number one uh-huh. i need blank it's like my heartbeat so to speak it keeps me going no matter what's going on sports quote it's sports quote. I need music by LeBron James. Yeah, that sounded like the something LeBron would would say. Uh, let's do mm-hmm. this. Blank is ninety percent mental. The other half is physical. Ooh, this is tough. Blank is. I'm gonna say anime. Baseball is ninety percent mental. The other half is physical. By Yogi Berra. You know what? I knew that. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, is it that wooden coat? Like the UCLA coach wooden? Right. But no, it's Yogi Berra. Of course it is. You probably have like 50 quotes from Yogi Berra, right? Um, I have a couple. Yeah. Actually, that might have been the only one I picked. Okay. But there were a lot when I Googled <laughs> baseball quotes. They were like the 50 of Yogi Berra straight and then like yeah. a few of other people. That's what like he's known for. Yeah. And it's a bunch of like dumb stuff like that. Like 90% and other half. <laughs> Yeah. Um, if here's another quote: If you can do one thing, hone it to perfection. Hone it to the limit. Hone it to the limit. Anime. It's anime from Demon Slayer. Zenitsu's instructor, whose name is Jigoro, said yeah. it to him. You don't know who any of these people are. That's fine. Um, I just guessed that because I can't think of an athlete saying hone. That's valid. Mm -hmm. That's valid. Uh, Here's another one. When there's nothing to be gained, rising to the challenge at those times is surely the mark of a blank. Anime. It's surely the mark of a true hero. Yeah. Said All Might from My Hero Academia. (laughs) I didn't know who it was, but it seemed very like hero-y. Right. Yeah. Here's a couple more. The true measure of a blank is not how he lives, but how he dies. Wow. It's got to be anime. Why do you say that? Because why would an athlete be talking about how he dies? You don't think that like a football player is like, I know it's dangerous out there. (laughs) No, maybe a boxer, but even then. It's anime. Okay. The true mark of a shinobi. A shinobi? A ninja. Is that a dog? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the man on top of the mountain didn't fall there. That's got to be sports. Vince Lombardi. <laughs> the sports always say something stupid. Like <laughs> Here's one more. Mm-hmm. What good is a blank if I'm alone? Oh. Um. Anime. What good is a treasure? If I am alone, Luffy, said Nami, Nami from uh, One Piece. Okay, yeah, you you were pretty good with these. These are I should have gotten the Yogi Berra one. I should have. I really should. That's the only one you got wrong. Yeah, the rest of them you got right. Oh yeah, good stuff. I know what they say. Maybe they're not as as close as I thought they were. Uh, Maybe sports and anime. Well, it was just like slight differences. I think it's funny that like sports quotes and anime quotes are pretty and i i like skipped a lot of anime quotes because they they didn't sound that interesting okay but they sounded like sports quotes like they were very inspirational in that way yeah so like any any you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take right said luffy from one piece yeah no this is a guy from uh the basketball anime yeah kuroko's basketball yeah but like a, a, a professional athlete is like two degrees away from being an anime character Ooh, explain like they work so hard and they're so dedicated mm-hmm. that they are like an anime character origin story. All they need is is an extra little quirk or like supernatural thing to put them over the edge and well, they would be an anime character. Speak for yourself, LeBron is supernatural. Sure. So LeBron is an anime character. Yeah. If I think LeBron would be an anime character if like capitalism didn't exist. Because he's got like he's he's focused on like companies like his his brand and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think if there weren't that and he didn't have that to focus on, he'd probably be like, I, like, I'm going to start like a dojo or something and, <laughs> and have like disciples. And in, instead of his basketball career or like on the side of his basketball On the career? side. Like he'd be such a great basketball player that people would be like, please, sensei, man, like let me study under right, you. But instead he's, t- he's having a million businesses. Yeah. And like his family and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fam- family. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So... They're close. They're like, they're right there. Yeah. Can we t- take um, like five seconds to talk about Space Jam? Sure. Um, you watched the trailer. I watched the trailer. Did you watch the original Space Jam? Yeah. Well, but did you watch it as like an adult or you watched it as a child? Um, I'm No, I watched it as a kid. I probably have seen it maybe as a teenager, but it's been a while since I've seen that movie. But so I, you didn't see it in like 1996 or uh, no? I d- I did. Okay. I I watched it both as a kid, and then again probably in my teens. And did you feel like you were attached to it? I'm just trying to like. Are you one of those guys that's like, oh, Space Jam sucks? No, it's it's nostalgic for me. I think it's a a dumb movie. And, yeah, I mean, if you watch and it, like Michael Jordan's acting, mind. yeah, yeah, like it's it's stupid. But because I was a kid when it came I out, I don't think Michael Jordan's acting was bad. I do. He was acting with. People in green suits, right? Right. Ninety percent of the time. Yeah, I'm not saying he sucked. I'm just saying his acting's bad. I'm not saying that he doesn't have talent to do it. I just think that the the circumstances of that movie made it to that. I disagree. It's a little silly. I highly disagree. Michael Jordan's acting was not bad. But uh, I mean, I still like it. I'm still nostalgic for it. Mm -hmm. I'd watch it. So, do you think that if you're gonna go into this LeBron uh, Space Jam movie bias? No, I've got an open mind. I think that it'll be cool. It'll be fun. Okay. Yeah, um, I thought it was cool to see. It's interesting with the new digital animation because, like, they are kind of like Looney Tunes cartoons style, 
um, for a bit, and then they go into this like um, this new type of animation that they seem to be doing. I know like Paramount's doing it with SpongeBob and the Rugrats, and, like the 3D animation. Yeah, which I don't know if I like yet, but that's what they do for the basketball part. Um, which I think it was cool seeing the other NBA players who are going to be uh, the Goon Squad. Um, seeing those guys was pretty cool. I, I want to see how they get their talents. I'm assuming stolen. I don't. I, they didn't really tell me a lot about what's going on there. Right. But uh, I was very happy to see Diana Taurasi as one of those players who got their talent stolen. Uh, WNBA. WNBA. One of the best players ever. Even uh, Kobe Bryant said um, if he thought that he named a few WNBA players, he thought that could be in the NBA. But he was like Diana Taurasi for real. So um, it. Thank you. Thank you, aliens and digital robots or whatever the heck you are for stealing equal opportunity stealers, equal opportunity talent stealers. And that's all that I can ask for. Is your theory that they stole their talent and not that they just are inspired by those people and they're just like aliens in their own right? I don't know. I'm just basing it off of the first one, you know, where the Monstars stole the NBA players talents. So I assume there's a similar thing going on. But uh, again, in the trailer, it was very hard to decipher. Right. They didn't just lay out the plot for you. Right. You just saw a guy uh, like monstery thing with a unibrow and you're like, oh, that's Anthony Davis. Right. Like, okay. Um, but we'll see. I'm excited to see it. Um, and I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for it. So I'm excited, too. I think it'll be I think it'll be really good. I don't know if it'll be good, but I'm excited to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Keep those expectations low. Oh, so low. You know, and I guess I've told you this, but the thing that I'm most worried about is the soundtrack because that Space Jam 1 soundtrack is one of the best ones out there. Right. It's so good. Everybody get up. Yeah. Do you think it's too late for them to put uh, Ronnie McDonnie into the movie? to get the the uh, on the goon squad on the goon squad i think so i i mean a lot of times they work up on these movies um right until the end but i think what they can do is get ronnie mcdonnie in there and just have her have like all of um the information that she needs to get to the people on there so it'll be like at coach me sensei on her jersey like at the front on twitter or maybe even like coach me sensei on facebook yeah um something like that and then what the way that she can get in you know like how like um the night guy the the fat guy that followed michael jordan the first one he went through the oh uh, yeah the guy from jurassic park who yeah got spit on yeah 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 they go through like the the golf cup <laughs> sorry just <laughs> more context the dinosaur yeah. spit on him to kill him it wasn't like a it sex was like- thing <laughs> <laughs> you know that- you know what Jurassic Park uh, is the different version of Jurassic Park. Uh, he he got the 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 venom. Yeah, was spit on him. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I I knew what you're talking about. It's the people at home that were like, oh. What I, that's why I, that's why I stopped to clarify because okay. I I just wanted to make sure people didn't think that that Newman or whatever is is get into the spitting is, is <laughs> getting dominatrix by a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe he is, and then maybe Ronnie McDonnie will serve him soft serve. Um, <laughs> I bet Newman would like that. Newman would like that. So instead of doing the golf cup, what uh, Ronnie McDonnie's going to do is, because this is a whole digital thing, uh, Ronnie McDonnie's going to look at her, her Twitter 
just like scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling through. Mm-hmm. And she's going to go through it and there's going to be this tweet that's just like, to play LeBron James in basketball, press here. Oh, uh, yeah, I see those tweets all the time. Yeah, all the time. But you don't know what's going to happen because it's like a phone. So like, what's going to happen? Right. So she's going to be, she's going to look around to see if she's alone because you don't want to press that button and something embarrassing Oh, happens. yeah. What's the, the color? Of it the was bu- a red button. Oh, wow. And so Ronnie McDonnie looks around, makes sure she's alone. And she's like, all right, here I go. Three, two, two one. one. Ah. Uh...